0: You are listening to Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. Hi, I am your host, Rodney Payne, and I am so excited to be with you again this week. I've got a super exciting topic for you today, so get your notepaper ready. Let's take some notes and learn a few things. We're going to talk about unlocking potential, unlocking potential. But before we get to that, I want to just uh, thank you for liking, uh, subscribing, and rating this podcast. We are currently being listened to in over 50 countries, so we are excited about the growth, and we owe that all to you. So thank you for your uh, faithful support, and we look forward to keep bringing you uh, good content that can add value to your life every day in every area of your life. Also, I've got some news I want to share with you. I've got a great announcement, a significant announcement that I need your help on. Uh, We've got an opportunity coming up on October 11th. This year, October 11th, that's a Friday, uh, 2019, beginning at 8 in the morning, we are going to have a live simulcast event of John Maxwell's Live to Lead leadership program. Now, there are going to be some great speakers that you will be able to hear from on that day in this simulcast. We will be simulcasting while they are live in Atlanta. There will be Chris Hogan. There's Marcus Buckingham. There's Angela Ardens. There's Rachel Hollis. And yes, of course, the leadership guru himself, John Maxwell, will be speaking. In your hosted event here locally in Oklahoma City, your event will include lunch. It will also include some breakout sessions uh, for leaders to grow together. So bring your teams. It will be a wonderful event for you. The price for this event is $99 per ticket. And again, that includes your lunch. You can get those tickets at onevoiceinc.org forward slash live number two lead, live to lead, onevoiceinc.org forward slash live to lead. And you can pick up your tickets there. Also, we have some very exclusive sponsorship uh, packages available that are simply amazing and you want to be a part of those. So uh, go If you have interest in that, why don't you reach out to me on um, via email at rpain at onevoiceinc.org or you can get me on social media, Rodney R. Payne. That's on, that's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can DM me and I will get you information on how you can be a sponsor and help get this event to Oklahoma City. But again, we are so excited about what's happening with this podcast. Let's dive into today's topic and deal with this unlocking potential. And I really want to look at this from a leadership perspective. One of the things that I've come across in my years of leadership is is there is a big debate on if motivation should be internal or external. And then if motivation is in question, then obviously potential becomes a question as well. Uh, For leaders or managers who have an individual Uh, who is very enthusiastic, energetic, engaged, and seeking to grow themselves, obviously their leadership potential kind of jumps off the page at you. So it's a fairly easy assessment, if you will, because the person has already identified where they want to go and what they want to develop on the inside of them. Today, I want to challenge the leader in you uh, with this question. How do you motivate someone who has potential but they don't see the potential themselves. That's the thought I want us to kind of dig into. today. How do you motivate someone who has potential, but they don't see the potential uh, in themselves? So as leaders, it becomes easy again to, to, to work with someone who is ready to go, but, but what happens when you have that diamond in the rough, so to speak? They they are diligent, they are dutiful, and you can just see they've got potential. But based on how they act and present themselves and, and the behaviors they go by, uh, they are really unassuming and kind of like to play in the background. But you see so much more as a leader in them. How do you get to what's on the inside? Well, that will be our discussion for the next minutes. So potential by definition simply means capable of being or becoming. So it indicates that somewhere that you can make it to, but you have not arrived there yet. Uh, sometimes, uh, really when you talk about potential, it can be uh, what you would call uh, an insult almost if you if you look at it the wrong way, because potential means that you could be more than you are and you just not haven't done it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Maybe you haven't gotten there yet, but you're on your way. Um, potential is not the same as wasted talent. Some people have demonstrated talent and then they don't use it. Potential is is we have not identified it necessarily, but there is a capacity within a person to be or become something more than what they presently demonstrate. The key now is, is potential is what's already in you. It's not that it's not there. It's in you, but but it needs to be developed. So let me give us leaders, we need three things we can work with. The first thing we want to do is do uh, invest in developing potential. So whenever you see someone with potential. It's not for us to go tell them they have potential, but really it's it's for us to begin an investing process. Investing it means that, that you're going to, to use several different methods uh, to make this person, to prepare this person, to help this person progress in their personal growth. One of the things about leadership and leadership growth is that you have to be more concerned about the leader as an individual than your organization. If you put your organization before individuals, then you oftentimes will undervalue an individual. So it's important that you make certain that you value the individual. I am a firm believer when someone joins my organization and they come in a leadership capacity my first responsibility is to the individual, not to get what they can offer my organization, but rather to see what I can invest in them and make sure they are in a, a healthy place to be able to serve at a future time. Uh, many times we, we we rush someone to service. Uh, we rush a leader to a position when they have things going on in their own life. That doesn't mean they're not ready to, to are able to lead. It just means they're not ready right now based on circumstances. And true leadership means I care more about the person than what they can do for me that that gives us sustainability and and leadership so so what you want to do is invest in developing this potential be very strategic you want to use a few steps one is you want to offer training when you begin to invest in someone who you believe has potential, one thing you will see is that when you invest in them and give them some training, you can then measure what they do with the training to determine their, their potential. It helps you to see uh, how committed they are to the process of being the best version of themselves. So you want to offer training and, and, and I like to, to offer training in multiple areas I believe in having well-rounded leaders, so if I expose you to more things, I also, in the process, I can learn your capacity because many people have, everyone has different levels that they can handle. So someone may be a specialist or a subject matter expert in one specific or particular area, but that may be all they can do, whereas someone else may be able to take three balls and juggle them at the same time, or someone else may take six. You learn a lot about a leader when you train them and cross-train them in multiple areas, and you also will be able to get buy-in from other leaders because someone with potential it will show up even if they are quiet and reserved or on the back end. They will still demonstrate qualities that are attractive to other leaders. Uh, you also want to personally invest in coaching and mentoring, coaching and or mentoring. The, the difference in, in coaching and mentoring, I don't have time to break it down, but, but coaching, uh, the the individual will make the decision. Uh, mentoring is a developmental process that helps them to grow. And so I, I like to say when I'm coaching someone, my job is to identify what's in them and what they desire to do and then help them uh so that they are able to make the decision for themselves, whereas mentoring, I'm more guiding and giving very specific steps as it relates to a particular experience that I've had to help them to grow in that particular area. But coaching and mentoring will help you to develop the potential within someone. Uh, If you're getting a common theme here, uh, if you want to see potential uh made real or realized in a, in, a, in a potential leader it's going to require an investment so do invest why why do you invest one it prepares your leader but but two it also builds their confidence when you begin to invest in someone who you see potential in they begin to believe in what they have to offer or what they're bringing to the table so so now they can begin to see what you perhaps see so that's a definite do of, of, of unlocking potential. But then there is a don't, right? D- d- don't inform a potential leader of their potential. I, I think that we we, we we sometimes jump the gun. And so when you go and say, oh, I see great things in you. Oh, I see that you're going to be wonderful. You're such a great asset. I'm not saying don't build confidence and don't share. What I'm saying is, is don't put that extra pressure or lofty expectations on them. Why? Because not everyone likes the spotlight. So while you may have a great leader who has great potential, if you want them to lead in a way they're uncomfortable or for them to be to, to have this spotlight on them, that may be a challenge for them and you could actually cause them to regress as opposed to progress. So you want to make sure that you don't put them out there in that way and don't go to them with that pressure. Not everybody likes the spotlight, and then not everyone performs well under pressure. Uh, So when you put that pressure on them, uh, now they become a disappointment because you gave them too much too fast. Be careful not to give great potential too much responsibility too early because the the responsibility can overwhelm them and then stunt their growth. And many times they will never become the leader they should have been because they were injured in the process of someone who was excited about their potential. Uh, you, you've got to be careful in how you approach. So so don't go inform everybody. Don't go, go telling the whole office about this person and, oh, we've got our next rock star. They're here because... You never know. There may be someone else in the office who has that same type of potential, but for whatever reason, the leader didn't recognize it, failed to invest in them, and now they become a problem in the growth of the organization, in the culture of the organization, because you found a superstar. So be careful uh, when informing someone that you see something great in them. Take some time to invest in them, coach them, mentor them, train them, build their confidence along the way. And as you're doing that, they will present a resume to you uh, in the process that begins to help you to understand kind of who you are working with. So potential, capable of being or becoming, make sure you invest, but don't inform them and don't put high expectations on them and don't pressurize them. Don't put so much pressure on them that they can't perform when they're in, because remember, what you're looking for in this leader, is you're looking for the key that unlocks what's on the inside of them, and what I have found is there is no master key that unlocks everyone and their potential. You've got to be willing to invest the time to identify the correct key. So, so when when the last thing I want to talk about is yeah, do do invest, but don't just go inform, but then do identify that team member. Uh, that team members' potential do identify their wiring, how they are wired, how they operate And when you see someone with potential, you want to spend time getting to know how they, function not just what they can do but how they function what motivates them what demotivates them what are their fears what are their challenges what stops them from from going ahead what causes them to propel and progress these are things you want to really understand as a leader so when we talk about how is someone wired um, there are people who are dominant. There are people who are influencers. There are people who are simply steady. And, and there, there are people who are compliant. And And I'm using these terms from the uh, DISC method of behavioral assessment. There are people who are simply wired differently. And then there are people who have various combinations of all of these. Uh, what I have found is that in order to be the best leader you can be, you have to first understand, how you're wired. Now, many of us try to, we try to determine what the ideal model of wiring should be when the fact is the, the modeling, the model of wiring that works for you is how you're wired. The key is you have to learn how to use it, how to properly function within this wiring. That process in our as a leader. So when we're identifying, potential, unlock their potential. Under the hood, so to speak, go under the hood. Can uh, best. There are some people uh, from the from the compliant perspective. They require a lot of data in order to be effective. And so, when you don't give them data, they look like they're not effective. But they're, they they need more information. They simply need more information. Some people are results oriented, and so when they're just results oriented, they can overlook people but fail to get the work done. So you have to learn how someone's wired because it doesn't matter how you're wired. How you're wired doesn't determine whether or not you are you have potential. How you're wired does not determine whether or not you have potential. What determines your potential is how how much you know about your wiring and how you know how to leverage it. And as leaders we have to see farther, we have to see quicker, and we have to see deeper. And so we should be able to see into people uh, and know how they're wired, thereby putting them in the best situation to be successful. That's really what it boils down to. You find success when you understand your wiring. So so when you learn how someone functions best and you put them in that position, guess what? They begin to overperform, and they're very comfortable in doing so because they're in the right environment. See, motivation becomes natural when you know the conditions are, 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 you know, or you're in the conditions that are most comfortable for you. So, so you, you become the best version of yourself when you're put in the right environment. And the challenge with leadership is that we have to be able to identify leaders uh, and how they function and then assign them and unlock that potential. The reason the potential stays locked for so long and so many is because we as leaders can sometimes be too focused on the end project or the end state goal that we miss the people that get us there. So when you look at unlocking potential, uh, the first thing you ought to do as a leader is check yourself. Check, check yourself. Where, where are you performing as opposed to your potential when compared to your potential. When, when what's really in you versus what, what you're really doing, could it be because you don't understand your own wiring? Could it be that you don't, uh, you're not in the right environment and, and you're not putting yourself in the best situation to succeed? Do you find yourself reproducing that in those that you lead? Because sometimes the job is just so big, we've got to get it done and we don't have time to think about people. Well, I want you to take some time and invest in yourself, uh, developing your potential, Uh, decide to to enroll yourself in some training, get you a coach or a mentor, whichever one fits you best, and begin to build your own confidence. Don't talk about what you should be or what you could be, but focus on your potential, what you're capable of becoming based on the steps you're taking right now. Uh, You are not motivated like everybody else. You don't work like everybody else, and you don't look like everybody else. So make sure you understand how you yourself are wired. When you understand your wiring and you leverage that, that's when you find success. And that, my friends, is the key to unlocking potential. The key is knowing yourself and then investing in yourself in a way that fits the best way you function, you learn, and you grow. That, my friends, is how you unlock potential. Wow, thank you so much for joining me on today. Uh, in today's uh, lesson, I talked a little bit about the, the, the John Maxwell uh, DISC Behavioral Method uh, of Assessment, behavior Method and Assessments, and I want you to know that you can get those uh, on my website. Uh, at onevoiceinc.org forward slash leadership, and I'm doing a special uh, for $99. I will give you a, an assessment, 30 pages of information about yourself, and a 30-minute one-on-one debrief with me. Uh, get that and grow. You're a, you're a leader. You have a team. Have me come in. Let's talk about doing this for your team. When everyone on the team begins to understand how they're wired and how others are wired, You will see a culture shift in your office. You will also see productivity increased. And you will see uh, that people will begin to enjoy things that they don't enjoy today simply because we'll get them in the right place. So you want to make sure that you understand your wiring, understand your team's wiring. And guess what? You will find the next leader and unlock potential when you begin to understand how they are wired. Listen, I'm Rodney Payne, your host. My pleasure to serve you and add value to you on this week. Don't forget October 11th. I want you to sell, uh, go get your tickets now. We have a limited number of seats for this event. This will be a small enough event to get to know everyone in the room, and you'll also be able to uh, uh, to interact and and grow as teams. So if you've got a team of eight or Or so you can bring a team of eight. I've got some special deals on that for sponsoring the room. You want to go to our website, onevoiceinc.org forward slash live, the number two lead, live to lead. Get your tickets there. And we want to fill this room sponsorship opportunities. Make sure you email me, rpain, at onevoiceinc.org. And don't forget, follow me on social media at Rodney R. Payne. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Follow me. Turn your notifications on. I'm going to help you every day. Every single day, I'm going to send you something that will encourage you, inspire you, or challenge you to grow as a leader, as an individual, and to help you along this journey we call life. Until next week, listen, always seek to be the best version of yourself, not in one area, not in two areas, but in every area of your life. Thank you, and make it a great week. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. And don't forget to turn on your notifications so you can receive the latest posts, live videos, and podcasts as soon as they are available. And please hashtag all of your posts with hashtag speaking with one voice. Listen, we appreciate you liking and sharing, uh, subscribing, and also rating this podcast to help us grow this amazing opportunity. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you, and make it a great day.